I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Weather Insider for Wednesday, August 7th, and this is episode number 113. Thunderstorms will rumble across the Midwest and into the eastern states not only late Wednesday, but again on Thursday as a double-barreled cool front moves into the region. And it will herald the arrival of nicer weather for the weekend in many areas. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers, joined by Bernie Reno. And Bernie, I am so ready for nicer weather, cooler, drier weather. It's coming. We just have to pay the, you know, there's always a price for something. There right? usually is. Yeah, That's the, right. There's no such thing as a free lunch. Nothing is free and certainly not in the weather. And uh, Wednesday evening and Wednesday night, there's major travel delays along the I-95 corridor. That's the first front. Talk about that. Yeah. Talk about that. And then we'll get to the second one on Thursday. But talk about Wednesday, where it's going to be, how uh, severe the storms may be, but also the thing you talked about, which you know we can talk about the science about it. Mm-hmm. But the thing you you talked about the fact that there's going to be serious travel delays. Yeah. Talk about that because that is an immediate impact on people. Early evening rush will be impacted from New York City, Philadelphia to Washington D.C. as the thunderstorms go through. Damaging winds. And flooding rain, certainly if you're on AccuWeather.com, and you should be, Absolutely. you saw the flooding in Baltimore yesterday. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was that, that was on uh, on Tuesday. On Tuesday, yeah. What slow was that mo- from? Slow-moving thunderstorm. It was very localized. Rainfall amounts in, in Baltimore around a, uh, an inch and a quarter to an inch and a half, but one mile just east of Inner Harbor, there was over four inches of wow. rain. So rivers, uh, streets looked more like streams and rivers uh, Tuesday afternoon. That's like a, about a mile east is around where Johns Hopkins is located yeah, in that area. I forgot. Highland Town, I believe, yeah, that's was the, the name that, that, that came out. So that can happen again uh, on Wednesday although it will be accompanied by damaging wind gusts. What about flight by delays and things like that? Lots of flight delays, major delays. Which airports? Dulles, Ronald, uh, Ronald Reagan National Airport, Philadelphia International Airport, Newark, LaGuardia, JFK, Boston's Logan International Airport, although Boston, that will be after about 7, 8, eight o'clock. So Wednesday, late in the day, Wednesday night, uh, they'll probably still be, reco- England, yeah. be re- recovering from them. And along the shore, Evan. Look out, Jersey Shore, Ocean City, Maryland, major problems uh, uh, Wednesday evening before about 9, 10 o'clock. I think that could be a damaging line of thunderstorms that come through there. So I think there's just take the I-95 from D.C. all the way up toward, well, Portland, Maine and go east along and east i think those will that's the impacted areas that's the first front. first front then there's another one on thursday there is now this front while it is stronger than its predecessor i think the severe weather threat is uh more limited because it doesn't have the same kind of steam and warmth that it can act on as its predecessor because that first front that goes through 
Wednesday night into Thursday drops the humidity just a little bit. So when this front comes through, I think it has less to work with. But still, there's going to be the threat for severe weather Thursday afternoon and Thursday night, mostly southwest Ontario into northern New England. And that is the front, Evan. That then comes through Thursday uh, by Friday morning, that front or Friday afternoon, that front will already be through Boston, New York City, Philadelphia. It'll wait till, uh, let's say, Friday night or Friday afternoon, Friday night before it plows south of Washington, D.C. and Baltimore. What happens behind these two systems? The lower Talk humidity comes in. I, I'm smiling. Well, if you can see me, you can see me, but the folks listening can't. But it's it's going to be a lot different, isn't it? Especially in the in the upper Midwest, like Minneapolis, Chicago, um, Traverse City, Detroit. I think it's a taste of early September. So we're going to push the calendar ahead about three to four weeks, about three weeks or in so. In the football season. In the football <laughs> season. Now, in the Northeast, uh, Friday and over the weekend, it is... It's about three or four degrees cooler than normal. But the, the big thing is the humidity. Well, it sounds like nighttime lows, though, could be in the 50s. In 50s in many outside places. of the cities, I think they're going to be could in the 50s. Could we even see like some 40s in like maybe upper, up um, in Michigan, northern Michigan, upstate New York? Upstate New York, New maybe England, even in some interior, of the cold spots in north central Pennsylvania around Bradford or Dubois, perhaps. But it is a refreshing air mass. The weekend, it looks great. When the sun's out, though, I mean, the sun's still strong, so it'll feel warm, but certainly the humidity's lower. And nights, you're going to open up the windows, assuming you don't have allergies like I do. I do, We too. don't open up the window <laughs> in the Reno household until the first freeze. Bernie, I, I have the same issue. Yeah. And, yeah, it's too bad because we have to keep the air conditioners running and uh, just to filter that out, and it, it's, not, it's not the best. Uh, and a lot of folks suffer from that. And usually you do have I usually have to wait a little bit longer than the first, you know, first frost, first then first hard freeze, because you still have some of that in the air. You got to wait a little bit for it to filter out. So but then I don't like I mean, I like that to happen, but I don't like the cold weather to be coming. Well, it's kind of a it's it's a dilemma. It is a dilemma. I love the fall. The only thing I don't like about the fall is that it's too short and you know what's coming. Well, you know, it's winter. It's interesting, Bernie, because all surveys that have ever been done mm-hmm. that I've ever seen dozens of them when people are asked to pick their favorite season fall, fall is always, always number one yeah. I like spring though because it's you know we're out of the winter and the days are getting longer it's starting to get warmer I like that and I agree with you fall is great not as much rain lower humidity the leaf change in many places but it you have to worry about what's coming yeah, it's too short so I want to talk about uh, the tropics for a minute Bernie because in the in in the Atlantic and Caribbean basin, there's nothing. N- nothing. There how, are waves, how, but it's not nothing shows any no. sign of development. But we no. have three distinct no. tropical systems in Asia. Uh, one system is going to move across northern India. This is the monsoon season in India, so they're already getting seasonal rains. And then this system is going to move from uh, places like Calcutta across northern India from. Um, from east to west and arrive in Pakistan, places like Karachi, uh, by the weekend with just, a, that's going to be a lot of rain. There's another system that is going to be moving uh, across uh, uh, toward uh, toward mainland China, across northern Taiwan. That will happen uh, late in the week, uh, Friday, and uh, that system is going to bring a lot of rain, not only to, to Taiwan and some wind there, but to coastal China, and then the last system, 
Carosa, which is likely next week to impact Japan. It may pass just east of Tokyo, but might not. So uh, lots of things happening internationally in the tropics, but uh, not not so much uh, any of those things going to affect the United States, at least for now. But we're starting to get into the beginning of the of the season where uh, things ratchet up for the Atlantic Basin, don't yeah. we? Yeah, we're in the mid-season lull. It begins almost every year, July 15th. It usually ends somewhere between the 15th and the 20th. There's two surges of Saharan dust. One is preventing this, the uh, uh, any development here this week into the weekend. And, Evan, there's another surge of Saharan dust uh, that will shut down the Atlantic most well, of next week. So our, our last comment, the last thing we're going to talk about, Bernie, is why does all that dust blowing off the Sahara into the Atlantic, why does that cause, suppress formation of storms? Well, it's just the dry, dusty air getting into the tropical waves. It limits upward motion. It just totally destroys the structure of these waves. And the other thing we had, Evan, is strong wind shear, strong winds in the middle and upper part of the atmosphere across the Caribbean. So even where we haven't had the dust, we've had the shear. So where the dust doesn't destroy the waves, the wind shear either does it, destroys them, or finishes the job. But once that dust is reduced, it will flip like snap of a finger. And when do you think that you just did it? Usually after August 20th. And there's been a number of tropical waves, so what's stopping it is that dust. Once we get that high-pressure system to shift a little farther uh, to the west near Bermuda, instead of it being so far east, you lose that easterly component, you lose the dust, and then all of a sudden, storms start forming. And almost every year, our good friend Ken Reeves, you know, uh, which rests his soul, um, he used to always say, Labor Day for the United States Look out. And that's usually correct. So we don't see anything on the horizon yet, but as Bernie alluded to, or not even alluded to, actually mentioned, in fact, it's something that as we go through the next couple of weeks, we'll be keeping an eye on. In the meantime, though, we're keeping our eye on these severe storms over the next couple of days, uh, batting down the hatches, and then nice weather to follow.